Okay, so let me share my screen. I created a mock spreadsheet. These are all hypothetical numbers, not real client numbers. And we can share some leads per month curves for real clients as well um, as a backup. And we can share some posts that already have that. But this illustrates it visually for everyone. And, and this is good to just how you should be thinking about SEO ROI, okay? So first I'm gonna say, you know, let's look at each column and I'll explain this even if you're not a math person. So we just have months, okay? Hypothetical, two years. And we're using our rate, so 10,000 a month. So I have a negative sign in front of each of these to say like you're spending 10,000 a month. So that's gonna be the like amount we spent. And then column C, don't worry about right now. That's just like the amount spent to date. So in month two, you're spending, you've spent 20,000 in month three, 30,000, et cetera. Pretty simple to understand. The key now thing here that I sort of made up, but that follows the curve trajectory of everything else, of what our clients normally do is leads. So before we look at the graph, you know, just the numbers, I just said like month one, zero leads, month two, zero leads. And then I said month three and four, maybe you get one lead each then three, then five, then, you know, four goes down, jumps up to seven and eight. So if we look at the curve, this is what it looks like, okay? This slow, gentle ramp. Months is one through five, barely any leads. You know, then it kind of bounces around. And then after month 10, it starts going up kind of steadily. After month 15, it really starts picking up with some big ups and downs. Like this is, would you agree? This is a pretty honest representation of what lead graphs look like for us, for our yeah. clients. Okay, so our goal when you think about ROI is compare these. Like, what? It, how much money am I getting back for each month where I'm spending 10K? Because that's what we're saying people are, you know, misunderstanding is, well, I spent 40K by month four. How many leads do I get? So if we just look at this logically before we look at any of the other math I did or any of the other columns, in my hypothetical, by month four, you spent 40K, 10K a month. And in my hypothetical, first two months, you got zero. Months three and four, you got one each. So you got two leads. So you're like, if you did this same logic, you're like, well, what the hell, guys? I'm spending $40,000 and getting two leads. That's $20,000 a lead. You're like, yeah, but that's not the point. So the analogy I've given you before is um, it's like you hire a trainer or you hire a dietitian and they, they, they <laughs> train you one session at the gym and then you go home and you stand on the scale and you're like, well, I didn't lose any weight yet. You're like, yeah, well, that's, but I spent $100 on you. It's like, well, that $100 is going to pay off later. So to to figure out that payoff, I just, to keep all the numbers very round, I just said $1,000 a lead, right? Just to make it easy numbers to understand. So then we just multiply that times the lead. So in month three and four, when we generate one lead each, that's $1,000 back. So still, it looks really bad there. I spent $10,000 and I made $1,000 from one lead. That's 9K loss. Okay, that's fine. So if we take this curve, multiply it by $1,000, we can just see right here, where do those curves overlap? Well, when do you make 10K back? You make it somewhere between month 10 and 11 in my total hypothetical, okay? So we can think about that as ROIs. You just subtract the two numbers and that's represented here in this graph where you're under zero. So you're negative all the way through month one through nine. You're losing money, losing money, losing money. Why? Because the graph below it, you're spending 10K, spending 10K and barely getting leads. 
You're losing money, losing money, losing money. And then at month 10, in my hypothetical, but that's typical of our client engagements, for example, and and there's a big spread. The value of a lead, totally different from like a $99 a month self-serve SaaS and some $200,000 enterprise contract, right? Totally different. But just the principles are the same, even if the numbers adjust. Then you cross break even. Then the second tier of argument we've heard happens. Where clients then say, hold up, yes, month 10, we got 13 leads, average value 1,000, 13,000 average value, we gave you 10. So this month, we made $3,000, 13,000 minus 10. This month we did. But then the clients ask us, but we've been spending 10K a month with you for 10 months. It's going to take forever to make that up. The answer is no, it's not. It's actually not going to take forever at all. And this is where SEO as a channel really starts shining. Why? Because inevitably these lead graphs have this long ramp as you're waiting for things to rank. And then once it starts ranking, you start ranking. Each post that ranks sits at its spot. So if if one post just generates two leads a month, three leads a month, when it's in the top three for its keyword, as you move on and start working on post 50, that post number one still sits there and generates its leads. So every post you add to page one of its target keywords is adding to the leads per month. So you start accumulating these, like it starts climbing really nicely, like linearly. And as it climbs, you just look at the area under the curve. You start making not 3K because you're making 13, then 16, then 20, then 24K. So your profit each month is growing from 3K, 6K, 10K, 14. So the area under the curve, you make up a few months after that. Once you've made up that all that spend you've done, then you're just making money and usually a lot of it. Because the initial outlay, the initial amount, like we happen to charge 10K, but whatever it is for you, if you could be multiplying my employee salary and time. Oh, Joey spends you know, 45% of his time on this. We take 45% of his salary, whatever it is, the calculation. That initial outlay starts to seem small after you really start getting ROI or uh, results. And that I've represented in a more complex graph that I'm not going to get into here. If you have questions, you can email me. But like that happens to be in my cal- in our calculation month 14, where I'm com- comparing the net spend to date to the net value generated per date. And at month 14, that crosses. That's when you make up that area. So you see all of these months where we spent 1 through 10 is a negative number. By month 14, we've the area under has made up for all that spent, and then you're just making money after that, month 15 on. And that's different from paid ads, because in paid ads, you're, you can't get more leads per month without spending more. And that's SEO's like value as a channel, is... You just keep paying the SEO agency or your employees or whatever, your contractors, the same amount per month. But the the articles they got in the first few months to rank on page one still rank on page one for free and they keep generating leads. So you're just stacking articles on page one. So you're stacking leads per month, leads per month. So your leads per month number is growing while your spend on the agency stays fixed. And that's how we can pull this off is the spend just stays fixed. This blue line down here is just 10K a month every time, but the value generated grows. And that's kind of like 
the unfair advantage. That's the leverage to use like finance speak of SEO as a channel. Yeah. And I think it makes sense to start investing in this when you don't have an immediate need for customers. So you have a longer term mindset. You can invest over time. Let's say you already have another channel that's working. Maybe it is paid. And paid's consistently driving leads for the business, keeping your salespeople busy or driving uh, trials. And then now you want to build for the long term and say, well, I don't want to keep investing more and more money in paid spend. I want to start owning some of the organic search uh, queries. And then over time, hopefully take my my reliance off of paid or whatever other channel it is. And that's a perfect time to start investing because you don't need this now, but you can start thinking about how I can invest for my business for the long term and generate another full lead channel. And I think that's that's the challenge I think that a lot of people don't realize that we're doing is we're essentially building an entirely new channel for them if they haven't invested in this so far. Yeah. It's and and investing and building an entire new marketing channel takes time. Yeah. Regardless of what it is, if it's even if it's outbound sales, you you need to hire your first salesperson. That person needs to test a pitch, uh, the messaging, figure out how to prospect into accounts. It's not like you get immediate ROI or they're they're fully efficient in month one. Maybe they close one deal. Maybe month two, they start closing two or three. But that yeah. person's not hitting quota the second they start. And I think it's the yeah. same thing for any channel. There's always a ramp. And yeah, SEO might be a little bit longer than like some of these uh, other channels like paid search like outbound sales and other other kinds of stuff, but same principles. Yeah, yeah. The the equivalent of of what we started this video on, like the the issue would be in your outbound sales. It's like in week two, or their first paycheck. You're like, hey, your first paycheck just hit your account for whatever thousands of dollars. Where's my customers? And you're like, dude, I was doing orientation for the first yeah. week. <laughs> right. uh, a lot, a lot of businesses think like that, though. It, it's this very short-sighted, um, like need results now, not willing to invest in the long term, or like maybe that person gets fired after the first month. I, I know, I know some people that have that. If they don't make a sale or or two in their first two months, they're automatically fired. Yeah, and you're like, but what happens if they end up being really good salespeople, and maybe you didn't really have the the right pitch down to do outbound sales, uh, the right way to open up. You didn't know your value props and all that kind of stuff. And that stuff needs to be figured out and there needs to be a feedback loop and you need to learn from the mistakes and then you continue to get better over time. But where this analogy differs like from there is a couple things. Number one, maybe you can make an argument that you can tell whether a salesperson is good in the first two weeks. But where, where that's not analogous to SEO is an SEO, it's not that, you're a bad SEO if you don't have a bunch of stuff ranking the first two weeks. You just need time to rank. Everyone needs time to rank. For sure. Right? And so that that's like you you just you don't that's not two weeks not enough. Four months not enough. You need time to rank. Number two, the big difference between outbound sales is even if that salesperson ends up good in your story, eventually there's just a limit to how much that human being can do because like they have so much time in the day, they're like sending the emails and making these calls. That's this what I was just saying in the video is yeah. SEO has this leverage where you're just stacking these results because once you get it ranking, it's there unless you did some stupid hacky thing or whatever and got penalized. Like it's ranking for a long time and that's just unlike paid. It's not true. You can't get if you get 
you know, 40 leads a month on 10,000 spend or whatever on paid, you're not going to get 120 in a few years on, on 10,000 spend unless you just spent that 10,000 in a stupid way or whatever. Like it's, you just have to spend more money to get more leads. And that's yeah. the hack. And and then that's, that's the benefit, but that benefits only realized if you stick with SEO for a long time. So what we do in our conversations with clients at the sales thing, what you were saying earlier yeah. is we say, look, our contract contractually is month to month. And we're proud of that because clients who are with us at month 36 are not there because we lock them into anything. Like we're not Verizon. It's there. They're there because it's an ROI generating revenue generating channel and they don't want to stop. Right. And, and we're really proud of that. But verbally, we only work with people who are like, do you understand this is long term? Like you should probably be mentally ready to stick with this for a year. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Minimum, minimum six months. Like we can do a check in. Um, and, and so that's what we check in with. So, of course, yeah. when there's like regime change in the client and all like stuff happens, that's fine. I would, I would also say another big difference between the outbound sales example, specifically like hiring a new employee in-house, is that we already have a set process. So where if you were yeah. to hire an employee in-house, that person has to learn your business. Maybe yeah. they're even learning how to do content marketing or SEO. And it might take six months for them to just start producing stuff. I remember when I, when I worked at a startup, uh, I had to basically learn how to do content marketing from the ground up. And so that first six months of uh, my job at the company was met, uh, spent learning the business, learning the right positioning of the business, uh, trying to hire writers, like really just trying to figure out the basics. And when you hire an agency, you already have a set process. We learn about your business in month one. We start producing content in month one. So the time to get results, I actually feel like, we can beat almost any other option in terms of getting getting those rankings quickly and and getting the leads coming back quickly because yeah the in-house person unless they're like really really experienced and already have a set process and already have writers and all that kind of stuff it just takes time to get set up no, there's no way because we have strategists we have multiple writers we're like that that person doesn't need to publish we have people in there for that that person doesn't need to worry about the paid ads we have someone separate for that like we have a whole process that just comes in with multiple humans that are doing the work, right? And so a single person, it's going to be hard. Yeah, I think in general, if you um, are more intentional at the beginning of just doing some back of the envelope like this and saying, what are we expecting out of this channel and what's reasonable? And then being like, how long do we need to stick with it? Then that, that intentional, strategic, careful way of doing uh, marketing and investing in marketing channels that I think a lot of companies would benefit from that. And that goes hand in hand with uh, this other video um, that we just did or that's going to be out at the same time of like shiny object syndrome. That's the that's one one aspect of the solution to that is not just bouncing around because you're like, this is what we're doing. These are the ROI I can expect. And, and so I'm going to stick with it for a while.